book of Romans chapter 8 verse 24 and 25 the bible says for in hope we were saved now hope that sees for itself is not hope for who hopes for what one sees if we hope for what we do not see we wait with endurance praise god and then you are going to read the book of second corinthians chapter 4 and verse 18 As we look not to what is seen but to what is unseen for what is seen is transitory but what is unseen is eternal praise the lord and then we are going to read again the book of hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 faith is the realization of what is hoped for an evidence of things not seen let us pray father in the mighty name of jesus we thank you we bless you we honor you we enthrone you we glorify you we submit and surrender ourselves to you lord we acknowledge you the lord you the king you the most high god thank you lord for dying for us thank you for saving us thank you for redeeming us for giving us a chance to live once again in you thank you lord for leaving your holy throne to come and suffer for our sake so that we may be transformed to be just like you help us lord As we read your word help us speak to our hearts help us to understand speak to our hearts speak to our lives transform us lord and teach us something new by the power of your holy spirit we bless you and we honor you in jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen so we just read um, the bible as we look at the topic for our meditation which is hope in the lord hope in the lord the question is how are we delivered from the fear of death by hoping in the lord the greatest fear that we can ever have in this life is the fear of death because death comes to rob us of everything and we leave this world never to come back again so this became and becomes the greatest fear of all humanity however jesus is our hope because when we look at jesus when we look at jesus on the cross when we look at the life of jesus when we read the word of jesus when we imagine and think about what jesus had to suffer for you and i we have come to know that He actually went through all this suffering for our sake and we can read all this you know, in the book of Hebrews chapter 2 from verse 10 it was fitting that he for whom and through whom all things exist in bringing many children to glory should make the leader to their salvation perfect through suffering he who consecrates and those who are being consecrated all have one origin therefore he is not ashamed to call them brothers and i add sisters and then verse 14 now since the children share in blood and flesh he likewise shared in them that through death he might destroy the one who 
has the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who through fear of death had been subjected to slavery all their life. Praise God. So verse 18 finishes, Because he himself was tested through what he suffered, he is able to help those who are being tested. So the word of God reminds us that Jesus is our hope. And when we look at Jesus, we can have hope because he was tested through what he suffered. We just read that he went through all this suffering for our sake so that we may be delivered from the fear of death, which because of many have lived in this fear of death and thus without knowing they have been subjected to slavery. It is happening today. It happened in the past. It's going to happen in the future. So how are we protected from being subjected into this kind of slavery? It is by hoping in Jesus, placing our hope in Jesus. So we started by reading the book of Romans chapter 8 from verse 24. And as the Bible records, as the Bible records that we were saved for in hope we were saved, and hope is not anything that we see. Otherwise, if hope sees for itself, then it is not hope. But if we hope in him and we do not see it, then we wait in, we wait with endurance. And this is why the book of Hebrew records that faith is the realization of what is hoped for. So do we realize what we hope for? Do we hope that the Savior of the world, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, uh, will redeem us and save us when we die, that he is in charge and in control of every situation in our life, that even though um, we go through what we go through in this world, if we hope in him, we shall not be disappointed. Do we hope in his word? So faith is realizing what we hope for. And it is also the evidence of things not seen. We cannot go to God. We cannot be saved without having faith in Jesus. So Jesus dies and says that whoever believes in him, whoever has faith in him, will have eternal lives. And that is why eternity is hidden. We do not have to know everything or to see everything, but we just need to believe that actually Jesus came to give us the eternal life. He came to give us the gift of eternal life. So the book of Corinthians ask, is asking, as we, the book of Corinthians, Second Corinthians 18 says, as we look not to what is hope, what is seen, but to what is unseen. What is seen is transitory, but what is unseen is eternal. So what we cannot see is eternal. You just have to believe and trust that Jesus is the one who came and died for us. So if he prepared um, eternal life for us, then we can look to him. We can hope in him. We can place our trust in him. Trusting God is not passive. It is active because it requires us to fix our eyes on Jesus no matter what. And fixing means there are so many things that will be distracting us. How can we hope in Jesus if we don't have a relationship with him? How can we hope in him if each day of our lives we are not seeking him more? The more the more we get closer to him, the more the distractions. Look at what is happening in our today world. You know, there are too many distractions. It doesn't mean we don't know what is going on. We know what is going on, but we have to make a decision 
that we are going to hold on to Jesus because we know that his promise is not just for this life but also in the next life and we need faith we need faith to be with Jesus we need faith to to have the power of God work and manifest in our lives we need to have faith so faith is something we have to cultivate and how do we cultivate we have to to read the word of God speak it and then we hear it we hear it and then that way faith is implanted in us we have to spend time with Jesus because how can we hope to be with someone to live with someone to to can we hope to have what Jesus gives us if we don't have an intimate relationship with him if we don't really know him so the more we seek him the more we know him the more we are going to desire to get to experience what he has come to give us and like we just read in the book of hebrews that since the children share in the blood and flesh likewise he shared in them that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death so we know now the power of death is in the hands of the devil but Jesus is life so we shouldn't be afraid of death because if we are for Jesus then Jesus represents the life-giving presence of God he is in charge and in control and that means whether we live or whether we die we are for Jesus but it doesn't start when we die it starts when we are alive so that hope is what is going to help us to be able to cultivate that atmosphere atmosphere of trusting God trusting God through everything that comes our way through every situation that comes our way and we read in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 16 therefore we are not discouraged rather although our outer self is wasting away our inner self is being renewed day by day For this momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. It is not everything we are meant to understand. It is not every mystery that we can understand with our own human mind, and that is why we should seek and endeavor to encourage ourselves in the Lord and not to be discouraged when we realize the sufferings of this time, the sufferings of this age. Remember, Jesus carried the cross to Calvary, even though it is a scenario that happened within a day. It is also So a lesson for each one of us who believes in Jesus that our life here on earth is going to be the way of the cross it means that as easter ends Jesus has completed and whatever he has done he has done for us you know died on the cross resurrected and as we read as we uh, as we meditate upon these instances and these happenings of Jesus it is a lesson to us that It doesn't mean that because he carried the cross to Calvary and ended on dying on the cross and resurrecting that now Easter is gone. No, we are Easter Christians. We are Easter Christian. We that means every day we live like Easter Christians. So we have to take our crosses every day. Walk on that road of Calvary every day and then fall and then rise up and then move on, continue on the journey. So that means being Easter Christians means that even when we die, we don't have to be afraid, but we just need to know that Jesus already went through this path so we can have the confidence that when we go through this path, on the other side of the road is going to be him waiting for us. But if we choose another road other than the road of suffering when we choose to escape suffering then that means we are disconnected from Jesus 
And when we go, we die, then where are we going to go? That is the question. Because that is the road that Jesus showed us. And this is why when he died, we read in the book of Revelation, the vision uh, that John the disciple records. Revelation chapter 19 from verse 11. Then I saw the heavens opened, and there was a white horse. Its rider was called Faithful and True. He judges and wages war in righteousness. His eyes were like a fiery flame, and on his head were many diadems. He had a name inscribed that no one knows except himself. He wore a cloak that had been dipped in blood, and his name was called the Word of God. The armies of heaven followed him, mounted on the white horses, and wearing a clean linen. Out of his mouth came a sharp sword to strike the nations. He will rule them with an iron sword, and he himself will tread out in the winepress the wine of the fury and wrath of God the Almighty. He has a name written on his cloak and on his thigh, King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Praise God. So we just read a, a revelation that was revealed to John the disciple about Jesus. And from what we just read, we know who is the word of God. Now, we know Jesus, according to Philippians 2, that Jesus was exalted and given a name that is above every other name. But my focus, the focus I wanted to look at is verse 13, that he wore a cloak that had been dipped in blood, and his name was called the Word of God. So dipped in blood, what does that tell us? It tells us that Jesus went through the way of the cross. He died on the cross like a lamb that was slain and the same um, the same uh, kind of inscription has been given to us from revelation chapter 5 verse 6 then i saw standing in the midst of the throne and the four living creatures and the eleven the elders the four living creatures and the elders a lamb that seemed to have been slain a lamb that seemed to have been slain Whenever we read about Jesus' entrance in heaven and now we just saw him wearing a cloak that was dipped in blood, it is just a reminder that if we seek heaven, if we long for heaven, if we desire to be with the Lord, to go to heaven, then we have to know and to fight the deception and the misguided messages if Jesus entered heaven through suffering, then each one of us will have to go to enter heaven through suffering. When we read about Jesus and we see him walking, he was walking to the throne in chapter 5 of Revelation. And now the chapter 19, when we just read, a cloak, he wore a cloak dipped in blood. And now we see a lamb that seemed to have been slain. And we know Philippians 2, what the Bible tells us, that he was, because of his suffering, he was exalted and given a name that is above every other name. So we have to fight the deception and the lies of the enemy. And anything that tries to tell us otherwise, the only way to heaven it is narrow, it is through suffering, it is through the cross. So if we, we run away from the cross, if we reject suffering, if we reject to accept the cross, then 
we are rejecting heaven. If we accept suffering for the sake of Jesus, for the sake of God, if we embrace suffering, if we accept the road to Calvary, the road to suffering is the gate to heaven. It is the door to heaven. It is the gate to heaven. It is the road upon which the blood of Jesus has been poured. Which other road do we want to walk along? Which other road do we want to walk along? Which other door do we want to go through? If this is the only door to heaven that the Lamb of God walked, a Lamb that was slain. What is it, what is it that we really want in this world? What is it that we really want in this world? This world is not our home. This world is not our home. This is a temporary place to be in. We are meant to prepare ourselves for Jesus. We are meant to prepare ourselves for heaven, for Jesus. Jesus suffered and died for us. So the entrance to heaven is through suffering. We have to trust him. We have to hope in him. We have to encourage ourselves in him. We have to fix our eyes on him and take our crosses and walk on the road to Calvary. Do not be deceived that there is another way. Do not be deceived that there is another door. Jesus is the gate. He is the door to heaven. He is the way, the truth, and the light. The truth of the word of God has been spoken and revealed to us that the Lamb of God entered the heaven. He went to sat on the throne like a lamb that was slain. We cannot receive glorification and paradise here on earth. This is not paradise. It can never be paradise. The only place that is paradise is where Jesus is. If we are going to walk, to sit with the Lord, to be glorified with Jesus, to sit and to honor him and to live with him forever, then we have to be slain too. We have to be slain. That means we have to suffer. We have to go through challenges by the grace of God, not with our own ability. We have to focus on Jesus. Do not be distracted. Look to God and be radiant. He is our source. He is our help. He is our everything. Jesus did not die for nothing. Jesus did not come to earth for nothing. He came to show us the way. He came to establish his kingdom. His kingdom is not of this world. His kingdom is not of this world. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the king. He is the king of kings. His kingdom is not of this world. So if you are a believer of Jesus, if you are a believer and you love Jesus, you are not of this world. Renounce every kind of deception and attachment of this world that could lure us away from 
he who is the eternal god detach your mind detach your heart detach yourself and get attached to jesus get attached to the king of kings and the love of our life he is the one who is the consuming fire and his love is what is going to consume us for not for a day but for eternity that is why he died for us so let us live for him he is worthy of our worship he is worthy he is the king and he is the lord father in jesus name we thank you we bless you and we honor you we enthrone you we glorify your holy name lord jesus give us the grace to receive to embrace and to accept every suffering that is coming our way that we are going through that is going to come to us oh god as we believe and trust in you so that lord we know that you did not die for nothing help us lord to be protected from every form of deception and lies to believe that there is glory and paradise here on earth the lord we may be protected so that we may remain for you jesus increase our faith oh god that our faith will connect us with you Help us to open our hearts to receive you. Help us, Lord, to fix our gaze and our eyes on you, Jesus. Help us to believe that there is no other road that we can walk alone. The only road that is going to be for us is the road to Calvary. This is the road that you shed your blood along. And your blood is what we are going to on, to walk on so that we can come to where you are. Give us the grace, Lord, to take up our crosses, to accept suffering, and to walk on this road so that, like you, we may be transformed within a second and to enter heaven. You are the gate to heaven. You are the door to heaven. Heaven is where you are. That is where we belong. This world is not our home. Thank you Jesus for reminding us that you have gone to prepare a place for us and when you finish you will come to get us. Help us to believe in your word oh God so that we may not be deceived. Help us to believe that you are the truth, the way and the life. And this is the only way we can come to you, to believe in your truth, to believe you are the way, to believe you are the truth and you are the life. We bless you and we honor you. We worship you. We enthrone you. Jesus, have your way, King of Kings. Take all the glory and all the honor. We pray all this, believing and trusting in Jesus' name with thanksgiving. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.